This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Afternoon Briefing on Tuesday the 25th of April. Britain has begun an evacuation of UK citizens from Sudan after a 72-hour ceasefire was agreed by the two warring factions. Military flights will leave from an airfield outside the capital Khartoum to help British passport holders escape fierce fighting. Rishi Sunak's warning the evacuation will be both large-scale and complex. Dalia Abdelmonium is an activist who managed to leave Khartoum and get to Port Sudan on the coast yesterday and has told Times Radio families are being ripped apart. Even within my direct family, my siblings, we might separate simply because of where can we go next? Not everyone is able to, let's say, go to Saudi or go to Egypt because of whatever reasons. So the separation of families is going to be a huge, it's going to be a huge factor. And I honestly don't know how people will, will move on from this. Dua Tariq, who's still in Khartoum, has told Times Radio it's chaos there this morning, trying to help her sister and young nephew escape the fighting. Actually, it's very catastrophic here. The situation is very difficult. People are trying to get buses. We're here from 6 a.m. Now it's almost 8 a.m. trying to get a bus. It's very random. Uh, there is no even booking. The prices went insanely high at the ticket. Uh, people trying to go to Egypt or uh, the neighboring state Medani. The price for the tickets um, have gone from uh, $30 to Egypt all the way to $600. It's understood around 1,400 military personnel are involved in the UK's evacuation effort. The Commons Foreign Affairs Committee Chair, Alicia Kearns, had warned time is running out and she's told Times Radio this is an enormous relief. As somebody not involved in the negotiations, I wasn't confident that a ceasefire could be agreed, but also that it wouldn't hold because the one that was agreed last Saturday, for example, held for only three hours. So yes, at the point at which there was no ceasefire on the horizon, I would have wanted us to evacuate earlier. But the good news is now we should be able to evacuate in much higher numbers in a far safer environment. Images of children aged as young as seven being abused online have risen by almost two-thirds, according to the Internet Watch Foundation. The report also says the number of web pages found to contain the most extreme material has doubled in recent years. The foundation's warning as children become more active online, they are growing in vulnerability to grooming and abuse by strangers, even in their own bedrooms. Susie Hargreaves is Chief Executive Officer at the IWF. In 2022, uh, we removed more child sexual abuse content than ever before. We removed 255,000 web pages. And if that wasn't bad enough, what we found was that we removed more category A, which is the worst level of abuse than we've removed before. So in fact, in two years, since 2020, we removed double the amount of category A content than we've removed before. Joe Biden has announced he is running for a second term as US president, declaring in a video posted on his social media pages, let's finish the job. Freedom. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. This shouldn't be 
a red or blue issue. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. If he wins the second term, he'd be 86 by the end of it in 2029. A recent poll found 7 in 10 Americans think it's time for him to hand over power to the next generation. Susan Platt is a former chief of staff to Joe Biden when he was a US senator. So I think he believes there's a lot more he can do. I think he's shown he can do a lot. He is doing a lot. He's moving the country forward. And I think one thing we're seeing because of the situation in the Republican Party and dealing with Donald Trump and and the MAGA Republicans is nothing is happening for the country. There's a lot of discussion of hatred and, 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 and violence. And I think he thinks that he can help move this country forward. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.